This is an SM Media production. Hi everyone and welcome to the third episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, I'll be the host again and I'm joined this week by two very special guests. First of all, Mark Clellan's back with us, Mark. Thanks for coming on again. No, no, ask me anything. Good to be back. Brilliant. And we're joined today by what I can only describe as the best football mind I've ever met in my life. Would you agree with that, Mark? Oh, I... He's a... Uh, honestly, he loves the rough Benitez. He's double fit. Honestly, he's spot on his foot. Why does he stop? We're joined by the one and only Ben Edwards. Ben, thanks for coming on, mate. Pleasure to have you. I'm no brother, Mike. Thanks for having me. No worries. How you been? I'm not too bad, mate. Uh, just like everybody else, and I just kind of getting bored with with work doing and stuff. But I've been keeping myself busy with watching football and stuff. So yeah, we've well, been watching. What's been apart from Scottish football? What's uh, talking points in world football? You want to tell us about? Yeah, just there's just I've just been kind of watching a mixture of everything. A wee bit of bit of uh, the English football, and I've uh, been watching Spanish football and stuff as well. So. Oh, so, see, that's him. That's him soaking up that brain. That brain's taking away nicely, and Ben, you've got to be watching something. Knowledge, there's so, so much knowledge in that brain, but we'll get, we'll get into it. We'll kick off with the big game of the weekend: Hibs Rangers two-two. Rangers stay top of the league with twenty points. I'm going to start with Mark. Mark, what was your thoughts on the game? Did you watch it? I watched it, start to finish. Um, very poor. Um, obviously, going into the game, it was a massive game for Rangers. Obviously, you know, this is the type of game where I laid in the marker. If I go and win league titles, these are the games you're going to go and win. Um, I didn't think they started off particularly great, Rangers. Um, with a really good start. It's quite disappointing with Gerard's uh, lineup. To be fair, I thought it was three midfielders in the middle of the park. Three players that are very, very similar. I feel. Um, obviously, Davis, Davis and Kamara kind of holding. Arfield can play behind the striker, but I think David, uh, Arfield's very similar to what we've got. Uh, obviously, missing the likes of Rebo to tuck in behind the striker just to play behind, but I thought I could obviously put Arfield and be out right there, uh, wide right, Aji for the middle for an alternative, but um, I was actually shocked. But what do you think, though? Like, I'll throw this to Ben as well. What do you think when you you see the fact that Rangers, this, is like, this was their first kind of tough test of the season. They've not put a foot wrong defensively. Yeah. And their first kind of game against a team that's kind of sat, come out at them, give them, a, give them a test, they drop two points. And it is two points dropped. I'm not going to say it. it's not because no. they did have chances to win the game. Like, what do you think, Ben? Like, how do you react to that? Like, is, when you're looking at Rangers, compared to the fact, the fact they've not put a foot wrong all season, they've been so solid at the back. Where do you where do you go for there? Do you think? I think it's just kind of well, obviously it's for, for Rangers' point of view, it is a wee bit disappointing. Uh, I've been back when coming off the back of the good run they've been on, uh, and they they will be disappointed if you can see two goals. But listen, it's it's a point away from home. Have have started well. Uh, and it's it's just I think it's a matter of the the disappointing results happen, just kinda of move on and look on to, to Thursday night and then uh, 
mother will kind of try and hopefully try and bounce back to their point. See, the, the thing is, like, I'd, I'd probably say that the last few games, the, the, the first few games started in the league, played against teams that have sat back. This is, as you mentioned, Scott, the first team that's probably come out and gave us a game. We obviously like that. Mm-hmm. Martin Boyle with his pace and that. I don't think they started, but the Rangers played particularly great. I thought a lot of players went back out, uh, in the hiding again. Like that Hadji wasn't the best. I think he spent out in the four or five times. Hadji wasn't the greatest. I think he came into the game. I think the last couple of weeks he's been quite poor. Uh, obviously, he's goal against Hamilton. Apart for that, he's not really done much. I don't think for me, he's not done enough to live up. Obviously, started off uh, when he joined uh, the club. He done really well. Uh, he's not really had the ground running as much as likes of Ken. I think we rely on Ken far too much now. I mentioned last week the show that Ken started to step up in their game. Uh, I just thought first team to come out maybe show us a bit. We've kind of conceded, we've not conceded a goal all season just prior to the game, then we're going to concede two, two silly goals uh, in, in the game. I thought the whole game, though, I, I would say Hadji was Rangers' best player. Most of the game, I thought he was decent. I think the thing as well was, I would, I thought Hadji was good. I think, I think a lot of the thing comes under the fact that he's going to, he's go, he's going to be one of the players that's going to fall in and out of form. Yeah, Hibs deserve a lot. Hang- Hibs, Hibs deserve a lot of credit for how they played. Though how they set up, Hibs, Hibs had a go. Hibs deserve, Hibs deserve to get something out of that game. I'm no, Be- I'm no doubt. Best player in the part for me was best player in the part for me was Kevin Hibs. Yeah, thought, definitely. Uh, I thought he was outstanding. Uh, I thought he ragged all the guy that's. For a guy that's uh, obviously came to the championship first season in the top league, uh, he done really well, handled himself well, put himself about. There's no fear to come 10, 15, 20 yards short, receive the ball in a half turn, and then kind of obviously draw the kind of centre halves, the holding the field is going to tackle. He never put him down, I thought he'd done really well. Quite disappointed, obviously, for the first goal. Obviously, Barisic doesn't do enough to go out to shut, uh, shut in the cross so wide. Obviously, it's kind of it's a decent finish, aye, but Holanda could have blocked it and obviously the three legs of McLaughlin. Obviously the, the fullback at uh, Barisic could have got a wee bit early to shut the ball down. Same with the ball, um, perhaps his second as well. Uh, the ball comes out wide, was a silly, silly clearance for Golson. Very, very poor. Um, ball goes out wide because kind of waited to make a kind of step on him. Boys got the ball on the ball, so good header to Dodge, obviously to beat. Holander, but see for me, Holander didn't do much. Like, see for the header, obviously, Deutsche scored. Holander didn't really need much of a jump or a leap or that. It just kind of was a half hearted effort to try and an attempt to win the ball, which was very disappointing for me because I thought the like, past couple of weeks he'd been quite impressive for me. Quite like yeah. Holander liked them last season. But I thought it was very, very poor, very slack for the Angels in the back. But the obviously, goal, as you say, though, the goal 1 0 down, like, I'll bring Ben in on this as well. Like, yeah. The goal 1 0 down. They do pretty well as soon as they they, go, they lose the goal. They come back into the game. Morello scores a great finish at the side at the, the back post. He puts them one up, one level going into half time. The goal, the second goal is absolutely ex- It's an excellent piece of play for Arfield and Hadji. I would oh, say it's a great goal. But the problem you've got there is is that when you go two one up, Rangers. I don't know how they do, how they do it, but they they go two one up, and they don't. Go for the third, like it's as if no. the half. That's thing I'm very like, disappointed with. They've got what they had one chance is... with Kent, but Ben, what do you think of the fact that uh, 
kind of, I, I thought Hibs would Hibs dominated Rangers in midfield for most of the game. Like Gogic and Newell, I thought deserve a lot of credit. What do you think of the, the kind of midfield battle? How did you kind of think of that? I thought Gogic played really well. Uh, I in, in the midfield, I thought he was a standout player out, out in the midfield. I thought he, he kind of every time Rangers, the Rangers midfield got the ball, uh, he was more he was more or less straight on it. Uh, and the, the midfield wasn't letting Rangers play at times. Uh, and I thought I thought they in the midfield band, I thought they certainly edged it. I would say I thought that as well, Mark. Just as well, like when you say about kind of the, you said three the three Rangers and three midfielders kind of playing the same game. Like, what do you think the solution to that is? Do you think they need to add in the midfield department? Definitely, I think knee strength. And I, I don't know if there's any talks out talks of Darren Johnson, obviously with Preston coming in. I think they need to definitely strength. Need another alternative. They need something, something else middle of the park. I think. Playing too hard in the two days at school doesn't work for me personally. I've been quite critical of Gerard in the past. Due to that, I think they need to go and push on and go try and get another midfield. I think obviously the Mr. Rebo obviously through injury, which is the guy that's obviously going to create a bit. They need somebody else who likes a Rebo's are injured. The guy just put too hard in the foot and they're obviously got a field that's not got legs in the Rebo kind of skill. I need to get somebody that's going to break down that, unlock that defence and kind of push on and try and create a bit more as well as chip in with a ball. So they definitely, if I was doing that, I'd definitely actually looking for somebody else to bring in for a bit more fighting competition. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just kind of, we'll kind of summarise the game. I'll just I'll bring you back in a minute, Ben. Uh, just kind of summarise the game. I thought, obviously, the, the kind of big talking point for the game was the there was a couple of kind of referee decisions. I'm not going to go too much into the referee reading decisions, but I'm going to put a quick wee word in about. I thought the I thought it was a great game to watch. I thought it was just that like both teams really wanted it. Both teams were up for a kind of battle. Yeah. It was good. To, I thought it was good to watch. I think there was a couple of wee challenges that were you could see kind of see a a yellow or red coming in for them. But do you think there was anything? Do you think there was anything the referee kind of could have sent MD off for Ben? Or? I thought. I thought the, the referee was very poor. I thought he was a bit of a stinker. Another referee performance again in Scotland was a bit of a disaster. I thought when they Porteous obviously with Rangers getting a goal kick, and obviously Porteous kind of was a wee bigger than Morelos. See if the other, as I said last week as well, see if the table's turned out of Morelos, that's a straight riddle day long. Do you think Morelos makes a meal at it though? Morelos, as soon as. But, I don't want to stick up for Ryan Porteous because it. I have no feelings in him. I think he's a great player, but he's a bit of a loose cannon. I think he's a liability. Yeah, I take it and I think he's just a bit of a bit up himself. The yeah, way, but bit embarrassing, really. I think Morelos makes, Morelos makes too much of it. Morelos, he goes down as if he's... He, he makes it worse for himself in that regard because he goes down looking for to get something out of that. See if he just leaves that alone. Nothing comes of that. But you see players there. You see players. Oh no, I know. Out, but the thing is, but if Morelos does that to somebody else, he is off. He's off the park. Do you know what I mean? As a yellow card for me all day long. As as definitely. As sneaky me kind of cheek at him, but I personally think that Rangers. Well, I think Hibs could have been out of ten men at one point in the game, but I thought um, it was very poor refereeing. Throughout, not just because of that instant, but throughout the game, very very poor. It was the one way handling as well. 
Hey, well, if you raise your arm, regardless in football, whether an elbow, fist, arm, whatever, you're still running the risk. You can't do it. When I, when I first seen it, I thought that it, it was just a, kind of coming together. And then when I, when I seen it in the replay, obviously you see, you see the elbow swinging back. So. But we'll look on, well, can I look on, but do you, like, your overall take of the game, Ben, like, do you think it was a fair result? I think I think it probably was to be to be honest. Uh, two the two teams were it was end to end stuff and I thought it was a good advert for Scottish football. Definitely, I totally agree with you there. I thought it was a good game. I thought both teams had their chances. I thought Dodge and Nisbet gave the Rangers defence a torrid time. I think it's probably the tough apart from Celtic, I think it's the toughest challenge Rangers will have all season is going to Easter Road. I really believe that. But the problem Rangers have got is now is that that's one game and the defence haven't put up a foot wrong, but as soon as they have, the criticism is coming, is coming for them. Like it's two very poor goals to concede for a defensive point of view. I don't understand how you can give a player like Martin Boyle five yards of space for both goals and let him cross the ball in because it's a great header for Dodge. As you say, though, Hollander should be doing more, but I think Rangers will be disappointed. Rangers, of course, will be disappointed they haven't capitalised on the getting back into it for being one nil down. But I think Hibs, Hibs deserve a lot of credit for how they approached the game. They took the battle to Rangers. I thought they played pretty well. The midfield, I thought they, they dominated the midfield for most of the game. It was a pretty a pretty good even result, pretty good performance from both. I thought both teams played well. I thought in stages Rangers were excellent to watch on the ball. Hibs were pretty good as well. I just thought it was a pretty fair result. And I, I don't think both... Fan, both sets of fans can complain with the result because it was pretty fair. Would you just go along with that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I, thought, uh, I thought Marciano had a good game as well. I thought he played well. I thought he made a few great saves. I thought McLaughlin had a good game as well. I thought both keepers done pretty well. I would keep McLaughlin yeah. in the team if I was Gerard. I'd, I feel for Alan McGregor as well because he's not put a foot wrong but McLaughlin's been, been rock solid since he came in. Like he's he's not lost a goal. He's not until Saturday, Sunday he's not losing a goal. But I think it'll be a Thursday will be a pretty tough test for Rangers. I think going against any team in Holland's a tough test, mm. but we'll we'll touch on that later on. We'll move on to the the other big game on it was on Saturday. Celtic won three two against Livingston. Celtic go second with that. They obviously they played during the week against Marin and managed a can I managed to get through a two one victory. I thought Celtic were slightly flat all game, but they got the job done. Like they do what they do. What do you think? Did you watch it? Hey, hi. Hi. Again, I thought uh, Celtic, I thought they looked kind of mediocre at the back at times. Uh, I thought they looked, I thought they looked uh, a wee bit tame at times. Uh, but, but I thought Living, I thought Livingston played well in the game. So did I, I thought they played really well. Uh, I as, as well as I saw when I when I saw the team and it, it, Neil Lennon had changed it again. I thought I I didn't understand his team selection on Wednesday night, but he dropped Edwards. Can I get rested for the game? It was a three five two. Three five two is the way they're going to play. It was probably the most three, the kind of best way they've set up three five two. But Christy Christy playing up front with a Yeti question me at the start, but obviously he scored and assisted. He's no, he's 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 kind of proved us wrong with that, but. 
I think Ajete is very, very good. I thought he was excellent again. He, he just looks better each game. See, as soon as he's getting his match fitness, he just looks a better player. Uh, ben, I'm just going to ask you a question. Like you said there about Celtic at the back, do you think it was kind of Christopher Julian was a big miss? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, I know they've, I know they've no, no, been good. I thought Ayer wasn't, wasn't up to, wasn't the, the best game. I've had the best game as well. Uh, but as I say, Julian. Uh, yeah, you're right. Julian was a was a big miss for him. But Livingston, I Livingston took the lead through a penalty with Jason Jason Holt scoring for Livingston getting them in front. But McGregor and Christie brought it back. Two goals in kind of three minutes. That was then back in front. Ayeti made it three one, and then Serrano got Livingston back into it. Was three two. It was quite nervy for Celtic to watch in the last fifteen minutes. It was a great goal, great finish for Livingston. I thought Livingston will feel hard done by. They made a few chances. The takeaway I've got from it, and I'm, I kind of want to ask you both on this, is that do you know just feel that sometimes when you watch Celtic, they just they seem so flat. I thought that like see since the start of the season, I just think they've been they've been a bit flat. They get the job done. They're always gonna they're always gonna score with ten minutes to go. They're always gonna be a bit better yeah. than Rangers in, in particular with finding more. But I just they're, they're flat to watch. They create a lot of chances, but it's still it's no. It's no easy in the eye just now. What do you think is kind of going on there? I don't know, to be honest. I think it's just kind of... I don't know. I think times, I think, you know, just coming up and expecting to win you. That's uh, the difference, basically. Like, teams won titles, but I think like, they don't need to play good football. They still go and get a result. That's what my Rangers are lacking, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of killer edge. Obviously, as you said, Scott, they they'll, they'll play till they get a yeah. Like, that's, how, that's how the difference is. But, but Jank, Jank 3 5 2 is the, is the way forward. Jank, it, it, it does look as if Neil Lennon's going to play that. But well, they came back through Dubai last year, and obviously they came back off the old firm and Rangers beat them at Parkhead. Uh, obviously, they, they go to Dubai and come back playing this 3 5 2, and it absolutely changed. I think Tom was doing that. Mate, look, they won the league last year because of it. Yeah. Obviously, Gerard's still stuck with the 4 3 3. He's changed that wee bit now. It's still the flat back four. We are the usual, usual name of the team sheet. But I think obviously Lennon well changed it to a 3 5 2. Once you're a times 3 5 2, come back in, it's a five at the back. You can't need to touch but see that, but see that team rotation. Like, see, see making how many. I don't, I can't, even, I think he made six changes in Wednesday night against St. Marin, and then yeah. he, makes, he makes about four or five in the weekend. Is that? Is that good for a team morale? Play like making that many changes when you're when when you're winning because Aye. they're still winning um, games. Like there's no need to kind of completely overhaul the team like that if you're if you're getting results. It's more putting a, it's more putting like a, a sense of trust in a team like you know for a fact like in there in that team in there in that squad is putting performances in. Do you know what I mean that like you rotate it? Like it's competitive as well. Obviously, like you 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 could be playing. You, Couple of decent games, your draft, somebody else takes your position. That person who wants your position is always going to try the hardest. Yeah. Going to try the hardest to do that, that jersey after you. So it's good. It's good competition in that. I think that's what Rangers lack at times. But obviously, in the same token, you rotated far too much. You can go against you. Yeah. Uh, too many players coming in, too many players coming out, etc. But I think Lennon's got a nice balance. He's got on the now. Like obviously, can can drop a couple of players out, put a couple of players in, and the, the boys that go in the team. 
will be 100% for Lennon, but I think that's where it lacks with the difference with Rangers and Celtic. I said they're like champions, you know what I mean? Yeah. God knows how many in the bounce now, but um, I so I think that's probably a difference. But I still think they still need strength in the back. I think uh, Ben touched on it earlier on. I think there's still that, still that, that physicality in the back. Obviously, they like said Julian Ayer. They've obviously brought in Shane Duffy. He's still been for uh, one or two signings. Maybe a new left back to cover the ball and goal. He was going away. Out of loan, maybe uh, we touch up at left back, and then maybe if we look at different, playing different, playing different positions, obviously, we've got Forrest that was our full back the other week. But uh, nah, I think it's still need maybe strength at the back as well. Going forward, they're good. Obviously, a Jay's gone again. Quite like him. Good player. Uh, it's his fourth thing. Nice. He's, he's been he's kind of hit the ground running as soon as he's come in. And he, uh, he does look as if he's going to get better and better each game he plays. Ben, I just want to ask you as well, like, you, you touched on, I, we touched on Livingston. I thought Livingston will feel pretty hard done by because they played well. Going to Parkhead is not going to be easy for any team, but to score two goals and have chances, it's, they're now, they're sound bottom of the league. Like, do you think Livingston have, have got enough to kind of stay up or are they in for a tough season? Uh, no, I, I think, I certainly think they'll be, they'll be kind of in, in the bottom half. But no, I think the last couple of weeks have been quite impressive. Uh, compared to the start of the season, I think they're starting to kind of, kind of pick, pick, a, pick up a wee, a wee decent run and hopefully they can kind of kick on from Yeah, the one thing I'm going to touch on as well, like we spoke like, me and Mark spoke last week about you know, the, how tough it would be to replace Lyndon Dykes and I thought Anthony Stokes, bringing in Anthony Stokes would be the answer. I was proven pretty wrong with that because as soon as I said that, he decided Absolute to Absolute disgrace of a signing, by the way. It's probably Absolute one. Of the, it's risk. probably one of the worst. One of the worst Scottish football. No, it has I to be. Remember because uh, I seem to remember Livingston. Livingston is a plastic pitch when he signs. So I don't know how that can be an excuse. Like whether it, whether I think though no, you can, you can definitely not get used to that plastic pitch. Like I, I don't doubt for a second that that's played a part in it. But it just it, it's just a weird. It was just a weird one for start to finish, and I've been proven wrong. Uh, oh, that's terrible we'll touch that. on, I will, it was bad, but we'll touch on that quickly because uh, Lyndon Dykes was obviously a big, big player for for that Livingston team. Like, it's a big, yeah. big player. To re- it's going to be a big, big player to replace, and they still need to replace him because you can see they still lack that kind of physicality up front. And obviously, uh, Dykes has went Dykes has been down south, and he's he's kind of got a couple of goals, obviously with penalties, but he's still he's playing pretty well down there. Do you think uh, Ben? I can. Do you think Ben? Sorry, uh, do you think Ben that Lyndon Dykes is a big, big mess for Livingston? And if so, like how how do you set about replacing that? Uh, I think I think he will be a big mess because because of the he went down to uh, he down to QPR and he's, he's continued his fun down there to, to when he finished up here, uh, and I think Livingston will miss. That they'll miss that kind of physicality up front, yeah, as well. So, I don't know. See, why, like, Ken, obviously, we've seen Kevin out of the should maybe look to see who's in the championship. I don't know, yeah, I don't, I, I think you've got a pretty good selection of strikers in the championship. You, yeah. all the teams, all the teams down the bottom, down the bottom of the league need to score goals. Like, there's every you can pick goals in every team, and you know, at the bottom four or five, they don't have that goal scoring threat. I think. Yeah, you, you, you can look at the championship and say, like, 
there's goals, there's goal scorers there. Like oh, Shanklin was there last year. Like there's goal scorers there, but I don't understand why kind of some of them aren't they going going in for players like that. Like, but it was a it was a great result for Celtic anyway. Like to get yeah. to kind of go one 0 down and come straight back. I thought when Livingston went one 0 up, I thought it would be very very tough for them to come back into it, but they got the goals. Uh, well, now kind of there's a point in it. Celtic have got a game in hand. So Celtic have got the kind of edge in the league, the league race already. Just want to touch on something. I don't know if you'll agree with me in this, but I heard a lot. I kind of I've got a couple of friends who are Celtic fans, and obviously I talked to them after the game and see what they think. A couple of them were saying a bit like they feel as if Scott Brown's kind of touching that stage where he kind of needs a wee, he needs a wee rest. He needs the he needs off the they can start 11 because they've got a selection in midfield now that's very, very tough for places. Like, Rogic is still there. Turnbull's just come in and Cham, McGregor, Christie. You've got all these players in for in for these places. Like, Brown, I don't think, has been on form the past few weeks, but I think his leadership on the park is enough to put, for Lennon to pick him. Like, do you feel as if Brown is off form? And if so, like, do you think he does need a wee bit of a rest? I don't think... Um... I don't think obviously Lennon's going to drop him. Obviously, was it stay this year? I don't think um, Lennon will, will drop Brown at all. I think he's going to keep, keep him playing. Uh, but I, do, I think the Mondrian's going to play this year. He's not going to be he's not that top. Yeah, it was a good result for Celtic. That's him um, up to second. We'll move on to the other big game on Sunday. Uh, big, I thought it was a big result. I thought it was the biggest result of the week. I've we done a poll on Twitter earlier on, and this Motherwell's result won comfortably. Aberdeen now Motherwell three. Ahara Long and Mugabe with the three the three goals for Motherwell. Takes Motherwell off bottom of the league and puts them in eighth place. Ben, I'll ask you, how big a boost do you think that is for Motherwell to get off the bottom of the league and get a big result like that? I wait for Todd. I think I think it's a massive boost for me. I was I was certainly shocked with the with the manner of the the way they won the game. Uh, and I think I think obviously we we'll, we'll need we need to look at Aberdeen and see if we have where things is has went wrong for them. Well, uh, and Scott McKenna's going down south apparently. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that as as well as that. I want to pick out a a player who. Every week, every week I've got something else, just I've got another reason to rave about him. I thought Alan Campbell was absolutely tremendous in this game. I thought he controlled yeah. the game beautifully. How important is he to model, Mark? Uh, I have very big, very big prospect. Young, young player, obviously likes his things going probably end up following the likes of uh, David Turnbull. Really good player. I think I thought he took his goal really well last week. Really good this week as well. Really, really sharp, always showing for the ball. Uh, I could be a massive, massive player for him a little bit. Uh, how bad did Aberdeen? Uh, I touched on it last week. I wasn't the biggest uh, Danny McInnes fan, never will be, but they're absolutely fine. They're poor, very, very poor again. I don't think uh, a, back, a, a back three, doesn't it? They played a back three at the weekend, no, and I just don't understand it. I, I, get, I, can, I get it. I get it because at full back, they're no, they're no great, but. Uh, they need to bring in at least two fullbacks, and we'll, t- we'll touch on Scott McKenna in a second. 
we're wasting, playing, we're wasting Ross McCrory and and playing him in defence. He's a midfielder. And yeah. uh, can, um, you're wasting the, you're wasting one of the best players in my opinion putting him there. When you're playing three at the back, you've got to have the you, it's no having the formation I you can fill position, be any of the personnel to play that position. You can't play if you're playing three if you're playing three at the back, eight, ideally two two ball playing centre halves and somebody's gonna sit, ideally. But I don't think Aberdeen really got that in the locker because Scott McKenna's got another forest. I don't know how much it's going to be, but uh, I have been quite very kind of wary about him for the past couple of seasons now. But now I've been a big fan of Derek McKenna, so he sets teams up now. I think he's very. But to be 3 0 at home to the mother was any like a team that used to finish third comfortably in the league. Uh, I've seen them play against Rangers now. They always step up against Rangers. Um, three now at home. That's it's not acceptable if you're an Aberdeen fan. They're obviously mm. going to be raving about that. But I think there'll be talks on this. I think I think Aberdeen will finish fourth, uh, fourth this year. And Mallow, uh, I think Mallow could happen to that. Obviously, I'd love to get David for third. Yeah. Could go for, I don't think Aberdeen. I think if Aberdeen don't finish fourth, third or fourth, I think they could just go out the door. Possibly, I think I don't really see what else he can do now. Like, I think he's he's done all he can. Like he's he's not gonna he's not gonna he the chance to kind of mount yeah. a challenge in Celtic and that. It's no he, he obviously couldn't do it. But the big news, obviously coming from that game, was uh, the Scott McKenna news. Scott McKenna looks as if he's heading to Nottingham Forest. Three million. I think it's a great piece of business for Aberdeen to get that for him. They'd obviously I don't get it though. They had the chance to. If it's true, they had the chance to sell him to Celtic for five and a half. Like, why are you accepting three now? Like, but how hard is he going to be to replace for Aberdeen, Ben? Losing a player like McKenna? I, I think it will be hard for him to, to replace. Uh, but that's, that's up to... I suppose that's now up to their, their scouting team to, to try and fill that gap. Aye, I think it's... It's a great move for McKenna going down south, but they look very poor at the back on in Sunday. I think they're going to need a big, big overhaul in all areas of defence. I think Andy Considine as well. Like he's he's no he's he's no there anymore. Like he's no the player he was. He's and he was. I don't think he's ever been a football player. Doesn't sound like a football player. Do you ever notice that? You ever look at players and think like. You maybe look at a player and think, he looks like a power player. See if you walk past Andy Costa in the street, you think he's a scientist or something? He's not like a power player. <laughs> like, have you ever noticed that? I don't know if you've seen that. I mean, the, when he's going back with my father, he's always like, he's always going to be a power player. And he's going to be like, I don't know, like, a, 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 a PLO or something. Like, he looks like a, a, a model, not a power player. He uh. seems to be fast with it. And the the least, I'm looking for <laughs> but it's a big, big challenge. It's going to be a big, big challenge to replace McKenna. And I think that's going to be the kind of beginning of the end of the Aberdeen. Unless they, unless they have an overhaul and bring a few players in, it's, it's going to be tough for them to, to kind of get, get really well. I, I think Hibs will finish well above them. I've said that all along. I, I thought they would, be, they would have enough to finish fourth. But you look at Motherwell now, like, they're more clinical. They were more clinical. The a big thing I had with Motherwell the past couple of weeks was is that are they going to have the strike force to kind of score goals? 
they've certainly done it. That's, they've certainly proved me wrong last week. They've scored three goals comfortably, went to a, a place like Pataudry and picked, picked up a very good result. Like, do you think, Ben, do you think Motherwell are kind of one to watch to finish in the turn of top four? Um, yeah, I think so. Either they're a good team, and I think they'll be there. I think you're right. I think they will. They'll be kind of the underdog. Definitely, I think that as well. Like, just another thing, like, just quite quickly touch on this. Like, obviously, Motherwell have got a tough game in Europe as of Aberdeen. Like, do you think? As to obviously the two great results during the week in Europe, but do you think Europe will play a part on the likes of Aberdeen and Motherwell if they get? Can I go further on? Like, do you think that it will oh, get I, tough for them um, in the league? I with the legs start to go. Like, obviously, if you're playing playing a Thursday. You're travelling, obviously, and you're, you're back in training straight away. And these teams only used to it. Obviously, the players that also have nicer games in South Africa are used to it. They're, they're, they're training for that, do you know what I mean? They're trying to play. In likes of two games, or like, not if you play a Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Can you play three games a week? But like Aberdeen and Mother, it's going to be um, it's no first nature to them. I think Aberdeen will get absolutely slow. Nah, we'll touch on my predictions for that later, but I think it'll be those two very hard games for for the, both yeah, of them and during the week. But great result yeah. for Motherwell. It puts them to eighth in the league. It put, you see how quickly they've moved up the league just by one win. That's them up five places. I think Motherwell will be very, very good this year again. I think Alan Campbell's an absolute star in the middle of the park. Gem, I will well. be amazed if he's there if he's there come January. I think he's far, far better than where he is and now I think he's just going to get better and better he just yeah. loses class but great result for Motherwell uh, another game we'll touch on was Dundee United against St Marin Dundee United 1-2-1 that puts them into the top six uh, Lauren Shanklin gets his first goal of the season and Sporrell get the other Dundee United goal Connolly trying to bring St Marin back into it but Richard Tate's red card kind of saw, saw the end to their kind of challenge but Dundee, I thought Dundee United played pretty well should have scored more goals I still think they're weak at the back. I thought they might have a few chances, but uh, Ben, I just want to ask you, like, did the United? Do you think they played pretty well? Yeah, I thought. I actually thought St. Mirren started started really well, started the game really well, and then uh, and then Dundee United came into it. Uh, obviously, got the goal, and then just kind of kicked on to there. Uh, and yes, I thought they thoroughly deserved the win. Yeah, so I thought I thought they played pretty well. Lauren Shankland obviously getting on the score sheet. Mackie Mellon said he's the the scholar number nine. He's full of praise for his star striker. Uh, Mark, did the United still look weak at the back to me? Like I thought against, I watched them against Rangers. I watched them against Celtic. They're, they're no great at the back. I don't think. I think that will be the kind of downfall towards the kind of when the season gets really tough. But how important Shanklin to that team? Oh, he's massive. Um, that's the man that's going to, if, if they do keep him fit, obviously he was out with your injury in that there, um, he's the man that's going to keep him up and he's obviously going to get the goals. Um, but obviously, the United last season was brilliant. Um, first half of the season was brilliant. He's just a guy that will score goals like Kevin is, but again, he'll just score a goal with his goal. Uh, brilliantly, really. Yeah, I thought he took it really well. Yeah. Really well, I. Um, he's just a just a kind of fox in the box, and he regardless, but he's one of the players regardless when he goes, he loves just score goals. 
I used to, you'll know, be surprised if you got pressure on Madrid come, those wings, the likes of Rangers and that, but I don't see him being a likes of Rangers and Celtic, maybe like Hibs could even go into a turn, uh, go back to Aberdeen, they're turn up there, but it was could even see him going back down, going down south, doing a turn there, but uh, he's instrumental, whatever they do, he keep him fat. I thought about uh, Dundee United, sorry, um, obviously, four now defeat last week, heavy, heavy defeat. Uh, bounce back really well. Good, good solid result. Obviously, two one at home. St. Marin, Simon still favourites for me to down, but a uh, good two or three points on the belt, regardless. Uh, obviously, it doesn't matter really how you play, though, you get three points in the ball. Yeah, definitely. Um, St. Marin, very poor again. They just need a few. Uh, more than a few. Yeah, it was, they, were, they were poor at the back. I thought they were just, they, they linked yeah. the two goals. They, they still lack up front. I said that last week. I, I, any team. At the bottom of the league, need to bring in strikers. Uh, I, I think the Tate red card. I think St. Marin. I don't understand what what Tate's even thinking going in for that challenge at that area of the park. I, I don't understand his decision making. But when you when you're two one down and you're chasing the game and you go down to ten men, you just it's just a, it's such a body blow for any team to to lose a player and try and get back into the game, but. I thought Dundee United deserved the result. I thought they played pretty well. I thought they should probably should have scored more goals. But Ben, I just want to ask you: like, who do you think could be the kind of favourites to get down this season? Um, I think I think Hamilton will be will be down that end. Uh, so I'm I'm going to going to go with Hamilton. But as we know, Hamilton will get in the past. Hamilton have got a a good result towards the end of the season and then uh, went on a wee run and, and got them out of it but yeah. I think they'll tell their about Aye but it was a good result for the United gets them in the top six they'll probably kick on for that they've got a couple of games coming up where they, sh- they probably will think about keep- they will kind of fancy their chances to get a couple of good results but I thought it was a pretty impressive performance we'll move on to the other one of the other games on Saturday Kilmarnock one two one at home to Hamilton. It was a very very hard game for Kilmarnock after the Eamon Brophy red card, but Greg Kelty gave them the lead and a Dolphin brought Hamilton back into it. And obviously Eamon Brophy getting a straight red card, but they fought on. They battled hard to win the game after the red card. Eamon Brophy. I just want to ask you, ask you quickly, like, what do you think of the the challenge? I think it was a red card. Uh, well, I think his boot's high. Uh, I don't think that there's, that he's going in to, to hurt the boy. I don't think he's meaning it to be malicious, but when you see it again, I think it's probably, uh, probably the right design. I totally agree with you, right? Yeah, I thought, I thought uh, Kelly, Kelly played quite well. Good hard yeah, ball. So I Kelly obviously after the other raid. Uh, that could be a tricky banana skin. Obviously, I played quite well last week. Uh, another, just another touch on another performance, but it was a good, good victory for Kelly. Mark, how important do you think Kilmarnock's team spirit is, like, especially being at one each and having the kind of red card for Kabamba to score the kind of winning goal? How important is that for the team to have that kind of togetherness to get that result? Uh, it's good. It's, it's good to have that in your locker. Obviously, you go down to 10 men. It's always harder for an opposition to play against 10 men because obviously you rally the troops up. You just kind of knuckle down. You've got obviously you lose a position. Obviously, 
Brophy getting set off. So Kabamba's like, not got a playing partner up there, isolated himself. So yeah. good to see him obviously getting a goal. Um, having that in your team, obviously you didn't go in your dressing room, it's installed for the group of players you got for the gaffer. Yeah. Um, it's very important to have that as well. It's good to have the likes of, so if you do go to the end, you've got to battle having dig, dig the heels in. You're one each, so you basically could be either clinging on, Hamill could be over another part, get one and go, or you're gonna, you might be kind of cancel each other, tip or tap, hopefully try to get the park, but then obviously you're going to go for Cabamba, so it's, uh, it's good to have for them, man. And as well as that, we touched on, I mean, you touched on el- uh, a wee bit earlier, Mark, like Hamill will feel very, very disappointed. I think Brian Rice will be very, very angry with yeah. the, the performance because they, they got a good result last week away to Livingston. Ben, like, do you yeah. think Hamilton, obviously they didn't, they didn't deserve the win, but they'll feel, hard, they'll feel very, very gutted with how they played and having the chance, having been a kind of man up, do you think they'll, they'll, they'll be kicking themselves with how they performed? I think I think they will be, and I think they'll be they'll be kind of annoyed with, with how they defended for the, the two goals. Because uh, when you see the first, when you see the uh, Kelty's goal, uh, one of the defenders move, moves out to go to to go to work, leaves a big space for for Kelty to go in. So so I think they'll be they'll be pretty annoyed when they look at it back again. Mm-hmm. You touched on Chris Bott there. I thought he was. I thought he was very, very good again. I think he's he's the kind of the top man in that Kilmarnock team. I just think everything goes through him. At thirty-six year old, though, like if you'd said to me ten years ago, Chris Bott's going to be in ten years, Chris Bott's going to be one of the most important players in the SPL for that for his team. I've said you were mad. But how how well is he? How just how well is he? Can adapted his game to the way Kilmarnock play? I. Um, I touched on it last week, obviously, even kind of gave a bump statement about a Scotland call-up. Yeah. That's vital what he does. He whips some good balls in the box. For a 36-year-old, he would never think that. He's obviously, yeah. things been about for years, obviously, with the Rangers. Down yeah. south, a couple of clubs and back up here. But um, massive signing for Kelly. A lot of, loads and loads of experience he's got in his well, loads of games he's played. But he's uh, a cracking signing for Kelly. Yeah. It's starting to show now that he's got... Uh, is a big, massive link in the team. So it's good to see him getting a turn because I knew there were a few injuries now in his career, so it's good to see him playing again. I think as well, I think the, the rest of the, the team will take a big big boost to how well he's yeah. playing. Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely. I, I was talking to Rooney McKenzie's coming on the, the sit-down on Friday. I was talking to him earlier on and he told me just how, how hard, even at 36, Chris Bott still works and he's just a tremendous influence in the, in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. But... Just on Kilmarnock, like they're they're into seventh now, like they're kinda of off kinda of up and down start of the season, but they're slowly getting getting up to kinda of top six. Do you think they're do you think they're stack on for top six boys? Um it's a hard one, there's a lot loads of, loads of teams going for it this year with the that's a hard one for Killian to it's it's depending on how they how they play, it kinda of likes to they get the bigger teams. They, they might know know they're going to get a result. Uh, obviously, they gave push Celtic. But, um, so the way games in the country, the likes of the Hamiltons, the St. Johnsons, the St. Mirren. So they pick up the good points there. Obviously, three points every week against them. They're, uh, they're, they should comfortably, hopefully, get pushed for six. Because some good players in their squad. So they could see them kind of push on about and hopefully get into the top six. Yeah. Aye, it was a great result for Kilmarnock getting them kind of seventh place. Obviously, a tough it was a tough thing to do. Go down yep. to ten men and win the game, but 
it's, it'll fill them with a lot of confidence. Hamill, on the other hand, will feel very, very disappointed with how they performed. But the final game of the weekend was at McDermott Park. St. Johnson played Ross County. It was a 1-0 victory yeah, for Ross County away from home. Ian Vigers got the goal. Five games without a win yeah. before for Ross County. How big a win is that to get them back in? They've had a very good start to the season apart from that, but kind of, boost, kind of slowed them off the boil. But now that they've got the result, how big a boost that to them, Ben, do you think? I, I think it would be a big boost for them. Just think about the, the confidence it will give them. Uh, obviously, they, they, they come off the back of the, the five games out of it, and then they go into this one and, and, and get them in. So that will, hopefully for them, it will, it will maybe help them to kick on. I thought that as well. I no, thought I it was the first. I just sorry to cut you off, but I thought it was the first time I've, I've watched Ross County and thought they can actually defend pretty well. Like they, they shipped yeah. it. Obviously, last week they were a bit of a shambles defensively against Celtic, but yeah. I, he could that Alex he looks a bit a good bit of business to get him there. They could brought him in for Nottingham Forest. He looks a good signing in defence. He's just shaped. He's kind of added to the shape pretty good, and he just I think he looks a pretty yeah. good find. The holder, holder shape quite well in the defend. They dig deep as well, so they always, can't always rally back. And obviously, uh, they're very well set up. Obviously, they're watching the Boots and Johnson. They're set up very well defensively. They're uh, holding shape quite well. But uh, St. Johnson's a more wasted chance, I thought. Um, wasted a couple last weekend. Uh, it's a touchdown season. Last week, missed a couple set up. Oh, Harlan missed a couple, but it's a big win for Ross County away from home. Uh, that's another confidence for Sir Ferrell. That's the uh, team, obviously. chances to, to score a goal St Johnson yeah. they just don't have that as you said about Stevie May I just don't think they've got that killer killer instinct up front again like they wasted a lot a lot of chances like that's that's been three out of four games home games at McDermott Park they've lost this season that that's no that's no good enough like they need to, no, they need to kind of put a stop to that pretty quickly but I just think in front of goal yeah. that any any chances they got, they were just wanting to taking them. It just was it was poor to kind of watch because they, they were getting they were making good chances. Like I thought, a few a few kind of clear cut chances came their way, and they just didn't have that killer instinct to kind of take them. Mm-hmm. Ben, do you think as well, like with St. Johnson, they do like I'll, I kind of thought they'd be dark horses for top six. I thought they'd be pretty good, but do you think that? Do you think now the kind of more the season's progressing that they're going to struggle? I do, yeah. Um, I think I think they're going to have. I, I can see them uh, kind of they'll, they'll have a, have a dip in front, and then they'll they'll kind of build up again, and then everybody will think that they're starting something again. And then they'll, they'll dip away again. So I yeah. think they're going to have an up and down season. I think that as well. I think the more I think about it, the more I think they're just kind of. They're going to be that stop-start team that everybody thinks. Like mm. two, they'll, they'll go on a wee run of two games winning, and then they'll, they'll have a heavy defeat, and then you'll hang right. Where do they go for here? And 
it'll be that kind of stop start. But Ross County, I think that's a great result for Ross County. I, I, Ross County have surprised me so far this season. Can I get getting a big start of that? They're sitting fifth in the league with eleven points. Like that's that's no that's not to be sneezed at. I think they've done pretty well. Obviously, they're the week in a run with the dinner of a win, but they were only losing many games, so that's important. But uh, I Ross County played pretty well. Ian Vigers played well. I thought Ian, I think Ian Vigers a big player for them. But I any any else to add? No, I feel like the discussion of Ian Vigers has been around for a few years as well. He's been there a while, But I that was that's that's the kind of recap for this week. Like we've we've covered every game. I can just ask you both to kind of give me a. A player who's been who was the kind of most impressive player you saw during the week, the weekend, and the best team performance. Ben, I'll start with you. Who, who was the player that impressed you most? I'm, I'm gonna go with Lauren Shanklin purely for his his goal. Right. Okay. Then what about team? Who was the kind of team that impressed you? Uh, I think I think Hibbs impressed me again. Right. Okay. Very good. Very good. I, I would probably say. I would go with Motherwell. I thought Motherwell's result was excellent. I would go along with a kind of Twitter poll. And yeah. Alan Campbell, again, just who's class. And Alan Campbell and Motherwell, to me, Mark, who have we got? Hey, I'm going to say my player from the team in Lisbeth. Quite like how big fat. Not the, not the tallest kind of player. He's yeah. Maybe just touching six foot. Maybe a bit. Bear likes to put himself about. Good no, he's, a, he's a handful of had a good turn on Goldson. I know how long it was in the first half. McLaughlin had a good save on the opposite of the volley. What sort of play he takes the ball really nice on half-turn and goal, so he puts his head about. I'd say really kind of sort of changes out the kind of areas that are probably going to want sent a half to be. So I'd say obviously the best player for me was Ken Miz, but the best team performance are going to be yourself and the model. Club to Dodgy, you can even get a goal off from the foot of We'll move on to what's happening kind of during the week and at the at the weekend. We'll start with during the week. All all four European teams have got a a tough fixture. We'll start off with Celtic. They go away to Riga in the Europa League. Do you think this is a formality and Celtic will just go and win? Uh, yeah, no, Europe, there's no much in Europe anymore. Obviously, the links are the kind of hungry in Budapest. They are kind of overseen. You know, to get a result at Park Head for the night there. So, but come up at Park Head and I should get a result. So, I think Celtic will win the game. They should win on paper comfortably. But, yeah, as I said, there's no more than Europe anymore. So, you never know until but it could be from them. So, it could be yeah. a snip on Riga team. You don't know. They're unknown. Well, they're probably going to be a lot of homework on them. But, you never know. Uh, European football service are one, one game knockout. The one of the best the next stage. So, fingers crossed for the coalition. All four teams can go through. Ben, my giant, giant Celtic win. I think they will. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think it'll be, be an, an easy, easy game for them. But, but 
do that, that experiment to, to win the game. Mm-hmm. I think Celtic will win three or four nothing. I think Celtic will just cruise this. I think as well they'll be able to Riga Latvia. It's not the it isn't a as harder <laughs> contest as well, as as it kind of sounds. But I, I do think Celtic will win comfortably. I think teams like that Celtic Celtic do go and win and show their class. Like they will. Yeah. I think they might even play Edward Majetti up front. I think both will score. I am going Celtic comfortable win. Uh, Rangers, on the other hand, have got a bit of a difficult tie. They go away to Holland and they play Willem Dyr. What do you think? What do you think of this? How do you think this is going to go? Uh, a tricky game away from home for Rangers. Um, I'll um, just point out, all four, all four teams are away from home last week, which I don't uh, understand because sure. Celtic and Rangers are both seeded, but they're away from home. I don't understand how it works, uh, but we'll touch on uh, that's a story for another day. Tricky, tricky game. I think Willem got five in Europe last week. Yeah. I'm not fairly sure. Yeah, they beat Niedercorn, progress Niedercorn. Yeah, five now. Why? And a trip in the unknown for the Rangers only for home, as I say. So, it's a one-off game. Two, three, eight of the DC. So, probably yeah. to the hand. Rangers hope they bounce back for the stinker ahead on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think Rangers are one. I think it might not be yeah. as, as convincing as can I sort of thing, but I think it could be a one or two and a one. I think they'll they all they they always seem to find a way in Europe. Like they played Bra I go back to the Braga game. The Braga game was a big thing to me. Like they I didn't think they get through against Braga, but they, they found a way to do it. I think that's will be the same story here. I think it'll be one or two and a one. I don't know how they're gonna line up. I don't know if they'll uh, rest players or what I don't know how they'll do it, but I think Europe is a big, big thing for Gerard, so I can see a strong team and I can see a one or two nil victory. Ben, do you agree with me? Or? I, yeah, I do. I think I do think Rangers will win the game, but but as we say, they're, they're going to Holland, eh, and we we know that the, in Europe the Dutch teams are usually strong, so yeah, I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be a comfortable one, but I think I think we can get through. I think it's a tie that they can get through. Mm-hmm. I think they will do. Nah, I think Rangers won. We'll move on to Motherwell. Motherwell have got a tough game. They go to Israel to play Hapoel Bersheva. That'll be a familiar name with Celtic fans, but it's a very, very tough task for Motherwell to go there and get a result. Oh, aye. I, th- I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see them winning. I think Hapoel Bersheva no, will just do that more. I think a uh, tricky game to go over to Israel. Obviously playing on the Okay, it's a pretty hard place to go, Israel, and get a result. But Bersheva, I think they've kind of dominated. I think they've won something like nine. They've scored nine goals in their two games in Europe, so they've done pretty good. Like They've been pretty good to watch and things like that. But it's never an easy task, Ben, to go and get a result in Israel. Do you think Mullow could be the exception? Oh, it's, it's a one-off game. Um, I think Will be a, will be a, a tough two for 
But ho- hopefully, hopefully for, for Scotland, they can go and if they don't get the result, hopefully they can go and put in a good account. Aye, play for a bit of pride. If, if they, they can lose an early goal, then hopefully it doesn't become a barrel load. But I can see... I can see you can have it maybe three one or something per save. I think Mother will maybe score, but I just I, I think you're right then. I think it could be a bridge too far. The last game of the European is Aberdeen are away to Sporting Lisbon. Now, Sporting Lisbon are not the team they were. They're not as not as good as they were three or four years ago when they were kinda of giving Rangers and teams like a tough task, but I don't think Aberdeen have much of a chance here. I still think Sporting Lisbon will have more than enough to beat Aberdeen. No, I think uh, that's probably the trickiest game of the four for Scottish teams. It's a trip to Portugal. Um, with some cracking players. I'm sure they've got Koi Camacho that was at Liverpool. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, you're you're right, you're right. The young guy, the 20 year old player midfield. They've got yeah. Luciano Vieto. He was the Argentinian striker that played for Atletico Madrid. Valeria, it was Valeria, I think. I think it was Valeria, yeah. Fulham as well. I played for the Hostas Bank team, so. And I've got Ben. Ben's a master. I think, yeah, I think he had six months at Fulham as well. Aye, he was a new Fulham, yeah, I remember that. Aye. If Ben's a master club fan, you'll remember Tiago Elori, and they also have. Sebastian Quartes as well, the Uruguayan centre-half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not really a standard for Liverpool, but <laughs> they play them as well. But, uh, no, I could say that I don't see it as Aberdeen getting a result. I think it's going to be fairly... Uh, they know that it should be a hard game for them. Ben, what chance you give Aberdeen on Thursday night? I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them doing too well, if I'm, if I'm being really honest. Uh, I think... Lisbon will show their class against it. Yeah, I'm going for two now. Sporting Lisbon. I'm going to go for three or four. I'm, I'm going. I think three now. You know. Right. So you've get we've we've got Celtic and Rangers going through, and that mother and Aberdeen going out. Are we are we all kind of agreeing on that? It's like that new European cooking trips. Yeah. So we'll do a we'll do a fourfold. We'll do a we'll Scottish fourfold. If, if four Scottish teams can get through this week, I think it'd be an absolute miracle. I think it'd be great for Scottish football. But You'd be paying it to be a millionaire if you slap Yeah, yeah I just don't. Yeah. I just think it's maybe a bridge too far for Mull and Aberdeen. But I just hope it's no hidings. I hope it's. I hope if mm-hmm. they do go out, I don't. I hope they don't go out with humiliations because we've had enough of them. Uh, we'll move on to what we're what we'll talk about next week in the show. Uh, we'll start with a big game of the weekend. It's going to be Celtic at home at Hibs. This is a very. I'm really, really looking forward to this game. I think this could be one of the games of the season so far. I don't know how this could. I, I think, think Celtic uh, will win, but I do think Hibs will, Hibs will come out and have a go. I think Hibs will have a go. They know what they've done with the old firm of the week, uh, with the weekend. So I think they'll fancy a proper another old firm side, I think. Um, I think we'll have proper good in the wings against Celtic. Give them a bit of physicality aside. I still feel Celtic may be part of the defence. I think we'll have to talk about Gung Ho again. Give them a bit of a game, so it'll be a good game to watch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Ben, what do you think? Do you think this could be the, one of the games, to, the standout games so far? I think it will be. Uh, 
for the way for the way both teams the the way the both teams are playing just now, I think Hibs have started the season great. Uh, and I think I think going going to Parkhead will be quite confident. So I think it'll be done for a good game. So would you have a quite a score prediction for bet for for you Ben what you got for last game? Two one Celtic. I'm gonna go two one Celtic as well. I'm gonna steal your thunder, but Mark, what would you think this this game? How's it gonna go? I'm gonna be bold and go for a one each draw. Are you? Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, another game on Sunday, Rangers go to Far Park, Rangers go to Muddle, who are buzzing with confidence after their result of the weekend. Yeah. Ben, do you think Rangers will bounce back well for the, the game against Hibs? I think I do, I think they will. They they'll know they know what what which went wrong with them, the Easter Road and what they've what they've done, I think they'll They'll, they'll bounce back pretty, pretty well. But again, it'll be another club game. Mm-hmm. Mark, do you think? What do you think? Uh, another tricky game away for, for Rangers. Uh, just hope they'll do a very against Hibs. I hope they come out of it and play. It depends on if Lambs are Thursday night, I think, on his team selection. So, just maybe and see, but I fancy Rangers go there, try to get a result. Obviously, bounce back and get some points to board. Hoping that Mother could. Uh, my look at maybe you know they'll come out a wee bit to explore some for some space, but obviously one eye on the Celtic uh, game. Hopefully, Hibs can take some points off and Rangers give up a bit of top four. Mm. I think it'll be tough, a tough game for Rangers. I don't think it'll be as easy. I don't think they'll be able to create as many chances because I think Muller will be one of those teams that will sit in and let Rangers come at them. But yeah. I think Rangers will have enough. I'm going two one Rangers. I just think they'll bounce back. They'll be Muller have got a very, very hard game during the week, so that could be a factor as well. But I just, I think Rangers should have enough to win against Motherwell. I'm going 2-1, Ben, what we got? I'm going 2-0, Rangers. 2-0? Go Rangers. 1-0. Yeah. Uh, another game, final game on Sunday, Aberdeen go to Ross County. That's just, that's his knee. That's his knee is a foregone conclusion as, as you might think. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go one each. I think Ross County will defend pretty well against Aberdeen and I don't think Aberdeen create as many chances as they used to. So I'm going I'm going a one each draw. Uh, it's, a, it's not a bad prediction. That, to be fair. I think uh, Ross County is coming off the back of the 1-0 victory against St. Johnson. Um, I don't go and get Aberdeen a bit of a game at home. So... I think uh, I'm personally going to go for a 1-0 Ross County. Right. Ben, Jane, Mark's right, Jane, Ross County could spring a surprise here. Uh, I think I think it'll be a, a tight game. Uh, and I'm, I think Aberdeen will bounce back. I'm going 1-0 uh, Aberdeen. Nice. Right, we'll move on to Saturday. St Mirren play Kilmarnock at I always still call it Love Street. I know it's no, but it's still it's still Love Street to me. <laughs> the six-barrelled uh, <laughs> name that changes every season. Uh, the Paisley 2021 stadium will go with. Uh, Kilmarnock won. Kilmarnock won maybe two or three now. I think Kilmarnock will be enough here. Obviously, Brophy will be a big miss, but it might be, it might be the chance to kind of give another striker a try, but I'm going to go Kilmarnock three now. I think Kilmarnock will start St. Marin, to be honest. I think uh, I'll agree with that one. I think some number of enough for me to 
network uh, or those other port tables, so I think um, Ben, you're a Kilmarnock man. You're Kilmarnock born and bred. Do we think Kilmarnock will win? I do. I, I think they. I think they all win. I think. I think we'll win it quite comfortably as well. Put the yeah, Give um, us a score. Give us a score line. I'm, I'm going to score. I'm going to agree with Mark and go two 0 Two 0 I'm going to go three. Yeah. I think Kilmarnock will win comfortably. Uh, Hamill and the United again. The D United will have enough. The D United will win this game. I'm going 2 0, Shanklin double. That's a correct, that's my tip. Correct score, double, correct mm-hmm. scorecast. Shanklin 2 0. Who do we think? think I'm right? I'll give you that one. I think it's not a bad shirt to the fans. I'm going to agree with you as well, Scott. Uh, I think. I think Shanklin off the back of his goal, I think he'll, he'll go on a wee run in the league now. So. Yeah, I'm a massive Shanklin fan. I think Shanklin's excellent. I'm going to stick out there and say Shanklin is probably the one, the best finisher in the league. I'm not even going to say it. I'm probably missing out a few, but I just think natural finisher, just that ability to score goals, I think Shanklin's so much better. Yeah, that one, that's a good, not a good goal. But we'll move on. We'll move on to the final game. Livingston St. Johnson. It's 12th against 9th here. I think Livingston will bounce off bottom of the league. I think Livingston will win here. 1-0. Right. This is, a, this is one of these games you get like once a season. It's probably about two in peace. I'm going to put in that mundane, boring draw. So, <laughs> I'm going to draw. I don't think it's going to be up too much. Good thing. No, the carry all part of the bus as usual. And the rugby player. Callum Davidson will be on for scrums or something like that. It's not no a game I'm going to sit and be raving about doing. I hope it's right. I'll watch it now for about a four age and draw or something. But see what happens. It's not going to be the kind of hallmarks for a classic, is it? No. But I think I, I, I just see Livingston playing pretty well, been quite unlucky not to get something at Parkhead. But Ben Majang, Jim. Livingston could get a result or St. Johnson come back into form here? I'm, I'm going to go one each. One I'm each. Go one each. Right, okay. Right, that's, that's pretty much us. Ben, I want to ask you just, can I, how do you think you done your first show? I thought I did okay. I thought um, you were excellent. Just that, that brain of knowledge just... The viewers, are, all the all the listeners and viewers will just be so much more intelligent listening to that. It was excellent. Loved it. We'll see. Brilliant. Uh, but we'll be back yeah. next week. We'll be back next week to cover all the games we just made our predictions on. Benny, you buzzing to come back? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Brilliant. If you'll have me back. I'll have you back in a heartbeat, buddy. Your, your knowledge is just too good for me to turn down. Uh, aye, brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Mark, pleasure as always to have you on. Can't be thanks enough for taking part. Really good. Thanks no, very much, everyone, for listening. Me.